Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. If you take it a step further, the word asshole could become ash ole. Enjoy the day, my friend. Wow, that was an awesome message from Diego McLeod. That was really cool. Thank you, Diego. I left Diego McLeod, I believe, either a theme song or perhaps one of these celebrities popped their way in there to say some kind words. However, he's a comedian. He's got funny stuff to say. And... I think you ought to go check him out. This is CEC with Inspirado Projecto Podcast. We're on our way right now. Let's get some groceries. You're going with me. I just got back from the weekend in Mammoth, and it's actually near Mammoth in a town called June Lake with Yachtly Crew. We were playing a wedding up there, and boy, oh boy, I got to tell you, it was phenomenal to play these beautiful love songs, these 70s and 80s Yacht Rock classics, and and uh, send them off. Uh, send uh, 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 I'm getting caught up here looking at this uh, structure uh, oh geez they're building something in the back interesting 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 wow this place is so curious to me it's one of those mystery houses so it was amazing for Yachtly Crew to play up there in June Lake at this wedding outside all these beautiful love songs playing for nature, Mother Nature. I was up there at uh, on the uh, on the uh, on the ridge. Oh, I got to ride a ski lift up and down. I've never done that before in my life. I'm t- I'm scared of heights. However, I do happen to have a lot of flying dreams. A lot of dreams where I'm flying all over the place. One would think. That by having the flying dreams, that in a sense would be uh, a uh, rehearsal for the real thing. I don't know about how high up we were on the ski lift. It must have been, must have been 20, 20 feet, maybe? 40? Yeah, maybe. Uh... And while I was up there, I was reminded of a movie that had screened at the Action on Film Fest one year when I was there. And, gosh, I wish I could remember the name of it at this point. However, the, the whole movie had to do with these people who, I guess they were trapped at a ski resort. I think they were trapped there after after everything closed. And I guess a couple of these people ended up getting stuck up 
on the ski lift or something, or it freezes there, and then they gotta, you know, the, it's it's a terrible, terrible situation. So I was having flashbacks of uh, of that movie. I was so I was kind of like tightened up, and then once I realized it, that I could just kind of like, okay, just relax, ease into this, ease into this. You're flying, man. You're flying. So once I got used to it, and it's you know it's crazy because you're hanging from this 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 rope uh, metal steel cable perhaps, and it's swinging, and then it'll stop for someone to get on, and it'll go and it'll stop, and you're going oh god oh god, this is crazy. And it's rickety. It goes, there are like these little spinning gears. And as you go past it, you could feel like the clink, clink. You kind of, the thing shakes a little. Just feels very rickety. And it's crazy to me, as I was riding that, I was sitting there. When I was riding on the uh, ski lift, I was thinking to myself, wow, that's amazing that there is... Snow, people do this out there in the snow all the time. They're up there skiing. And they're up there riding the ski lift in the snow. It's crazy. So yeah, while I was up there, it was just, it was kind of, it was slightly, uh, slightly terrifying. But then once I kind of made amends with the idea of, okay, if this thing fell, if I fell out of this thing, could I, could I land without breaking a leg? And I thought, yeah, I, I think I can do that. I can land without breaking a leg. You just roll, roll with it. That's my philosophy anyway. Just roll with it, baby. I was in, was it Taekwondo or Hapkido growing up? In one of those classes. And they taught us how to fall, which was great. That, I mean, that, just that alone was the golden nugget that I needed. Because from that point forward, anytime I wiped out on my skateboard or tripped and fell or something, I would just roll, roll into it. And it was no issue. To the outside, it was like, oh man, you spilled, man. And then it's a miraculous and wonderful thing when you can get up from spilling the beans, you know, and getting up and you go, wow. Number one, in addition to surviving this fall, I I am, I am, pretty good, you know, I got very minimal road rash, no ankles broken, everything's cool. And so, it, that was in my brain, it was in my brain as I was up there thinking, if I fall, I'm just going to roll, just going to roll into it. That's all there is to it. You just gotta. You gotta kind of, you know, collapse, so to speak. You just gotta kind of like, flonk, become a satchel of potatoes. You just gotta be this, this bouncy, sort of bouncy satchel of potatoes. Which, uh, which by the way, we're gonna get some. Uh, oh, pardon me, sir. We're gonna get some sweet potatoes right now. That's one of the items. If you can call it one item, that's one of the items on the list. Oh man, it smells so good in this area. 
over here in the produce. We'll come back around to the red potatoes later. Picking up a few things. So tomorrow we got to be out there at uh, Baba Bui's house at, what is it, 6 a.m. or something? Got to be out there at 6 a.m. All the Otley crew guys meeting up there, and then we're going out to Reno, baby. Playing in Reno. That's right. We'll be playing in Reno. I'm in the magazine aisle scanning it, looking for the Mad Magazine. Where's that little Mad Magazine pile? Where's the Mad Magazine pile? Come on, come on. I wanted to read from it. I thought I could read something from it. It's amazing that any mag magazines, print magazines, still exist. Oh, look at there's a, there's the 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 boss, Bruce Springsteen. That's cool. Bruce Springsteen. He looks good for his age. That guy. That guy. That guy. You know, it really, it really, uh, when you have a youthful spirit, that that definitely, that definitely plays into the uh, into the. Uh, configuration of your of your um, let's say your facial features so uh, for instance if you're if you're young at heart you're living in the moment not you know trying to force the future to come uh, you and you just you're you're there in the moment you're just enjoying it that is when that's how you stay looking young, because you're not pulling. See, the, all those wrinkles are a, uh, there's symbolic representation. They're, they're, they're an outward represent, representation of stress. Stress, 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 stress. They're the outward, represent, represent, outward, outward representation of stress. So, obviously, the more stress you got, more wrinkles you got. And pr most likely, uh, most likely, the less hair you got. Maybe even teeth, for that matter. Does it affect the teeth? It could. It might. I wouldn't put it past the body. To uh, I wouldn't underestimate the body in that way. If I were you, or if I were me, for that matter. Oh my God! I'm over here in the snack aisle. This is just crazy. This is just current. I'm looking at donuts right now. Oh, God, are you kidding me? Two things of donuts for $3. I'm going to have to get one of these for $1.50. That's all there is to it, folks. That's all there is to it. That is it. That's all there is to it. We're going to head back on over to those potatoes. We've got our eggs. We've got our bread. Oh, my God. It smells so good over here in the bakery. Mmm, don't you just love fresh baked, the smell of fresh baked cookies. You know, that would actually be a great cologne, wouldn't it? A great cologne. Fresh baked chocolate chip cookies or brownies. Wow, my mouth is now watering. I think I got, God, I got these donuts to chomp on when I get home. got these donuts to chomp on. By the way, uh, Sir Paul McCartney, a.k.a. Billy Shears, has a new album out. I was listening to it yesterday. Sounds awesome. It's called Egyptian Station, I believe. Also check out, if you can, there's a band called Magic Music. I don't know if I talked about these guys before or not, but Magic Music, they were a band that was together 
long, long, long ago. And uh, they all lived up in the, the, in Colorado, up in the mountains, in a cabin. So all these guys lived together, and all they did was, you know, they just lived together and made music. And they, they performed and they serenaded the populace out there. And then they just disappeared. People didn't know what the heck happened to them. They just kind of disappeared. Oh. They just kind of disappeared. And no one knew what happened to them. And this film director decided he was going to make a movie about them. He was going to reunite these guys for one final, one final kick-ass show. And so there's a whole documentary about it. Magic Music. And then they came out with a soundtrack called Magic Music 40 Years in the Making. How cool is that? I just love that, you know, the world is showing us time and time again just how, you know, valuable, so to speak, something from the past can be. Even though it was in the past, it's still, there's still, you know, there's still value in there. And these guys, when you listen to their music, it's great. It's like Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Perhaps even some Young while we're at it. Perhaps even some, some Young. Or Jung. Carl Jung. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Carl Jung. That's interesting. That'd be an interesting band right there. Right, right there. See, a lot of harmonies. A lot of good-natured harmonies. Great chord progressions. Just, just good music. Good band, good music. Good old-fashioned, good old-fashioned harmony. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Harmony. Harmony, baby. Harmony. So check out Magic Music while you're at it. Also check out Egyptian Station. Very good music. Very good music. I'll give you guys another little giblet later. We'll talk more later after I exit the premises. After I exit the Prometheus, we shall make sure to talk, talk more. Perhaps I'll even uh, play the, the ukulele. Perhaps. If I'm getting a liquor beverage, an alcoholic beverage. Let's go check it out. Let's go see what we got over here. Pardon me, pardon me. Let's go see what we got hanging around the corner. One of the things I noticed here at the grocery store is that they don't have, they have a Halloween section, but it's not, it does, there are no masks. No masks in the Halloween section. It's all candy and stuff like that. So, which is great, you know, it's awesome to have Halloween candy, obviously, but to have those Halloween masks, that completes the cycle, you see? How do you have Halloween without Halloween masks? How is that possible? I guess a lot of people do it. They can do it. 
Uh, and I, you know, I don't want to get down on anybody for, for not, not doing it. However, you know, let's just think. Halloween. Uh, Halloween is... Uh, it's a... Hall- Halloween is one of those things where... where it happens once a year. It only happens once a year. We're not getting any alcoholic beverages. We'll just survive on coffee. It's one of the, the thing about Halloween is that it comes once a year. It's the one opportunity for anybody to be anything and let their freak flag fly. And yet a lot of folks do not take advantage of that. They're too cool for it. They're too cool for it, right? Anyway, think, think about that. I think, uh, or as uh, as one would say, as one might say, keep that in mind. All right, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. We'll talk more. We'll discuss more of this later. Just remember the street feed scene queen. Okay? Can we go then?
to another Yachty Crew gig. It's now 6.37 a.m. on uh, Oh, by the way, you just heard you just heard a song by the Beatles from that alternate dimension that we were talking about. Before that we heard a private session with Bashar and people asked him about it and uh, so you heard his answer everyday chemistry look it up look it up everyday chemistry Beatles the website it comes from is called the Beatles the Beatles never broke up or something like that it's a wild story I'm not going to tell you about it let you discover it yourself. It's a wild, incredible story. And I think all the songs sound phenomenal. I think they sound great. Someone took all of the all of the files from the website The Beatles Never Broke Up and they they uh, put them together into a a single streaming album, so to speak. So you can go on to YouTube, you can listen to the whole thing. A few people out there, check it out. Everyday Chemistry by the Beatles. Check it out. It's an album you've never heard before, and yet very familiar. <clears throat> so I'm here with Yatley Crew. We're on our way to Reno. This is my first time ever being to Reno. It's astounding to see what what kind of interesting journeys you end up going on when you're when you're in a band. It's a band of brothers, isn't it? A band. 
Isn't that interesting when you really break down that word, a band, a band aid, a band, you're banding together. Many things could be a band. I'm in an improv band, you know, something to be in a, in a, uh, in an improv group and they decide to say, instead of a group, say band. However, you can also say, you know, if you're if you're in a musical uh, ensemble situation, <clears throat> that too, you can say, oh, I'm in a group. Because people say that I'm in a rock group, a country group, group. It is a group, a group, a band, band group, band group. <laughs> the band group troop. <laughs> Band group troop. <laughs> That's great. So we're in a big, big van. Band van. <laughs> Band group troop van. <laughs> and, uh... hear any of this air coming out. Let's see, let's see. I'm wondering if I ought to move. So today's the today's the day after I told I was talking to you about geez what day is it today? Twenty 19, 19th? I think. If you Google Yachtly Crew and Reno, you should be able to find... find... find where we're playing. It's called Beer Brothers. Not to be confused with the Blues Brothers. The Beer Brothers. That's, that's, that's where we're playing today. So if you find yourself in Reno, we'll be there. We will be there playing for you. What's exciting is when people who listen to Inspirato Projecto, which is what you're listening to right now, what's exciting is when people who listen to Inspirato Projecto show up to the shows that is so cool. Thank you. You know who you are. Thank you to all of you. Who? Thank you to everyone who listens to Inspirato Projecto and, and decides to come out to see our shows. We put out pure positivity. That's what we aim to do. That's what that's what I aim to do. And that's sort of the mantra with these guys. Put out the good vibes. Put out 
put out the good vibes. Put it out. You know, it's so interesting. I dr- we, we drive past out here, out in these fields, and there are fences all along the freeway, and it frequently makes me wonder, frequently wonder, okay, who owns all that property? All of just this open space. I mean, it's it's ridiculous to me that the fact that anyone can actually own property in the first place. It's even crazier to me to think that a government can take that property from you, call it their own. It's so strange. You know, we try to put a monetary value on everything. It's beautiful out there. Beautiful, beautiful land. There are fences. Fences all along here. All along here. I can understand if someone's got cows. They don't want their cows to wander into traffic. I mean, are they putting up the fences because they don't want people like me pulling over the side of the street and climbing up the mountain pulling over the side of the street and walking out walking out into the into the into the land I think about the uh, I think about the olden days about how with the Wild West. I was talking with John Garside about this from Forgotten Tales. He and I were talking about how he moved. He's uh, he's now working for the city of Banning, doing the exact same thing he was doing for Whittier, except he's actually got respect there. He's got good people who are encouraging him to follow his, his instincts. And... <clears throat> He's getting reports that the poor guy that he taught everything to over in Whittier is like just sinking under the pressure of it all. Man. It's always good when you're in an environment where you feel optimized. Where everyone is there to optimize everyone else. <clears throat> that is that's it that's what it's all about Opti- optimization think about that growing up in a community where people are optimizing optimizing everyone else. They see what their best elements are. They see their greatness. They turn up the volume on it. They amplify it. It's just... It's astounding. It's it's an amazing feeling. Being involved with ensemble work, that's one of the big things I talk about frequently, those of you who listen... 
the ensemble, the yes and, the give and take, the consideration, the... Openness. The dynamic openness. The exciting elementation. Exciting elementation. My goodness. If any of you want to collaborate with me, feel free. Feel free, please. If you're listening on Anchor, send me a message. I'm getting tons of great messages on here. I just usually like to put put one per episode. Space them out. Sometimes I put two. Once in a while, I'll just I'll just I'll just put one. I got an extraordinary message from Horns and Halos that I'll be putting in the next podcast. She said some really nice things about. There's a segment. <coughs> there's a segment I did on in one of the podcasts, and I called it Landscape Expo, and it was seven minutes of of me playing my ukulele, and she liked it, and. I love hearing that that someone appreciated the that someone appreciated the the uke jam. There's this uh, great two great videos I saw yesterday. One where they give I think there was four or five different little kids. And they gave them $100 to spend within an hour. And so these kids were, it was so great. They're like buying candy and buying toys and running around. And then the kid had $4 left because the whole thing was, look, if you you don't spend it all, you get none of what you just bought. (laughs) So the kids were like, you know, they felt this like this threat, like, oh, no, I got to hurry up. And so this kid, there was like 10 minutes left. And they're like, okay, you have $4. What are you going to do? And he just walks up to someone on the street. He goes, he goes, here you go. And they go, what's this for? And he goes, you're welcome. (laughs) Like he just gives them, give them the four bucks. And then, uh, so they asked the little, there was one where there was a little brother and sister. And they asked the brother and sister, hey, uh, what did you like more, buying the toys or, or the teamwork? And a little boy goes, I like the, I like the cooperation. And then it, he high-fives his little sister. It was so cool. It was so cute. Because the kid, he ended up overspending his, his uh, money. He owed, like, nine cents to the clerk. And then the sister says to, like, the mom or something, she goes... Mom, I should have 25 cents in my purse. And it was so great. They took that, you know, there it was. He got his 25 cents and he paid off the rest of what he owed to the store. And then 
there's another video right after that where the same, actually some of the same kids were going up to people in the street asking them what they wanted to be when they were little. What was their dream when they were little? And, and are they doing it now? So it'll be interesting to see in 20 years how those little kids, uh, how, how well they fared if they follow their dreams. I have a feeling that since now that they're they're basically doing this stuff, they're they're going to be doing uh, all kinds of crazy shows for a while. I have a feeling. I got a feeling. I'm curious if any of you are currently following your dreams. Curious if any of you are plugged into your your best versions of yourselves, your highest greatness. Oh, now here I see some wonderful, wonderful landscape that I really want to get into. I want to film out out here. Oh God, this is beautiful. This is beautiful out here. Oh, there aren't any fences either. See, the thing is, there are no side roads. So you can park on the shoulder. And you have to get down there fast. Get your shots. And then... Yeah, then you gotta get out of there. time I was coming home late from somewhere and I pulled over to the side of the road and uh, I can't remember if I had the hazards on or not but then I went up into the woods you know I had to go to the bathroom so I urinate in the bathroom and then as I'm coming down there's a cop with this light shining on me he's like hey stop there what are you doing I'm like I was just urinating in the woods and urinating in the woods. He goes, well, you can't do that. You know, there's an ecosystem. I said, well, man, if you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Sometimes, I mean, I don't know anyone who can actually like, just make themselves make themselves urinate if they, don't, if they don't have to. It's not in there. How do you produce something that's not in there? Perhaps some, some of those monks that you see living up in the mountains, maybe they do. Maybe they do. Okay, folks. That's all for now. We're going to come back. We're going to come back and share more later. Oh, that's good. We're... Bit, we're uh, Right now we're buzzing through these uh, mountains. We just passed up Lee, Lee Viking. Is that what it was? Vining. Lee Vining. And then tell us what you know about miner. He's a gold miner. The lady at the gas station told me he was a gold miner. And they named the town after him. Lee Vining. Lee Vining, the gold miner. By the way, when I'm in Lee Vining, I listen to Inspirado Projecto. Yes. Yes. 
this is how far and wide the podcast stretches, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you never know. Uh, who would have ever thought that uh, that the mayor of Lee Vining himself, uh, Lee Vining the fifteenth, <laughs> he's also the gas station, and, yeah, and the sheriff. Like that Isle of Lucy episode. He's the sheriff. He's also, he's also the city janitor. Oh, jeez. The city janitor. Yeah. At the city hall. He's the one, you know, squeegeeing the windows. Mopping the floors. He's sitting in this presidency. <laughs> Pooper scooping the horses. He's like, okay, hold on. Hold on, I gotta scoop up this poop and then I'll let the meeting begin. And then I'll, and then I'll address the public. That's what they, that's what they that's what they meant when they said gold mining. They weren't talking about gold. They were talking about shit. <laughs> he was shit mining. He's and he's the he's the mayor. He's the sheriff. He's the the janitor of the city hall. The gas station attendant. The gas station attendant. Oh, perhaps the local shoemaker. <laughs> <laughs> I just mentioned. He's like, what do they call them? Cobblers. <laughs> What do you know about Lee Binding? He was really into gold mining. Dude. And I think that's all there really needs to be known about him. I'd like to know how much did he mine? How much did he actually gather in his lifetime, do you think? None. So the poor man just mined for gold his whole life. Never once got a nugget. Listen, what are your thoughts? This is David Bowie, by the way. I believe that um, he may have been more successful in the wine business, considering his last name was Vining. Oh, that's good. Ooh, the, the, the Lee Vining, the gold mining viner. Winer. <laughs> oh, stop being such a viner. Vining wineries. Vining wineries. The gold mining... While you're there at Vining Vineyards, you can uh, gold mine as well. So it, it's a two. Maybe that's the secret to the to the to why the grapes taste so good because they're sitting like in gold. Maybe he sprinkles the gold in there, like in the soil. Lee Vining Vineyards, winding and gold mining. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come for the wine tasting. Stay for the gold mining. You know what I know about Lee? Tell me more. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Lee Vining, gold mining. He's and the and this man, according to R.W., never once actually found the gold. So he gave up and became a whiner. A wino, exactly. He, yeah, he tran he transitioned from whiner to wino. There it is. That's what he hears out there late at night while he's gold mining. Oh yeah, that's when you know that you're close to the party, because you hear one of those in the distance. And then you just follow that sound. The call to prayer. The call to prayer. Yeah, that's like the strange brew. Barreling down this hill, going about a thousand miles an hour with uh, 100 pounds of, of uh, equipment and, and uh, 300 pounds of, well, let's see, 1,800 pounds of men in here. There is, there's at least. I'm at least a, a strong three hundred. <laughs> that's how much I'm going to spend at the casino this uh, this afternoon. Yeah, that's right. Now, do, do they uh, give you? Do they give you uh, beef jerky sticks instead <laughs> at, the, at those casinos? They come uh, around and bring them. Like they, in Vegas, they bring the the the, uh, the drinks, but maybe out here they bring the beef sticks. 
Nice. Now they bring they bring hookers and blow. Oh, they just bring them right around. Like it's here. Here we go. We just do this out here. That's right. Yeah. Well, see, this is one of the great things you, you get. You learn about Lee Vining, about his gold mining town. Don't forget to um, ask ask about our friend over here, Young Sung Lee. Oh yeah. Hey, Young Sung Lee. What? Uh, what? So, what's going to be your duty here with uh, with the Yachtly crew today? What you mean? Well, are you? We have a lot of equipment to set up. Are you going to help out with maybe setting up some of the equipment today? <laughs> I help nothing. I do nothing. I just hit look pee. So you're okay. So you're on this trip. Let me get this straight. You're on the trip just to sit there and look pretty. Uh, oh, here we go. Okay, so it's recording again. Sometimes this stops when I get a phone call. So you're 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 asking me if if this uh, uploads right away. I was. Okay, so what, what happens is you can create segments, and um, each segment could be as, as long, you know, like, like in one sitting right now, if we were to just continuously record, we could record up to an hour just continuously right now. My buddy wants me to three-hour podcast because he, he just recorded three separate hours and stuck them together, you know, like, and so you can, I mean, they could be pretty long. I try to keep the whole thing in an hour, so it's kind of like a variety show, kind of like a vaude, audio vaudeville, and... Uh, so, this is a segment. So, as soon as I see, like, I got about 55 minutes or so, stop somewhere up, around up. there, I'll stop that, I'll title it, I'll, I'll um, describe it, and off it goes. It gets published in the, in the sound, um, what do they call it? Spotify, SoundCloud. iTunes, TuneIn, Breaker, all these different it, apps. Do you have accounts to set that to, to get it to post? No, that's the beautiful thing. They just they distribute yeah, this, all this stuff for free, free, all for free. It's freaking awesome. It's great to collaborate too because you can actually call people through the app. Like if you each had Anchor, we could call and conference it and save that as in, in an episode, as a segment or something. You know, we could have music talk, you know, with RW and David Bowie. This and is it, all very interesting, but I want to talk about my food. Oh, what kind of food do you cook? Egg roll. Is that your specialty? No, muku gaipen. And what is that? Is that a dessert? Gugu, gugu guy pan? Shh, be told, be quiet. Oh. So the, then before you know it, it goes up there, it gets distributed to all these different areas, all these different apps. It's crazy. Overcast, there's an Overcast app, it's called iHeartRadio. It goes on iHeartRadio. I mean, it's nuts. It's nuts. So if you guys ever decided that you wanted to create your own podcast, you're on the road all the time, you know, you... You're always among tons of people that you could interview at any time. Young, be quiet over there. So, Kirk, how do you? Uh, but but how do you know who's listening or who's? Do you have any way of knowing how people are finding you or are they listening to you? Oh, or yeah. This is the crazy thing. This is the crazy thing. This is what's so exciting is that when you sign into it, um, when you sign in through the website, log into it. I do it Anchor. on my desktop. Anchor, Anchor.fm. When I sign into it. It shows me, it shows me the analytics. It shows me, like, you know, one person from Alexa found, somehow listened to it through Alexa. Uh, three listened to it through, you know, this particular uh, app or this one. Now, like, like now, there are 7,000 something unknown listeners that, that, that they cannot account for, unlike other apps that I don't know, even know how the heck people even found it. 
now there's they also show a thing for iTunes. How many times people listen to it on iTunes? I think on iTunes it's like like thirteen hundred or something like that. And then but it it goes down from there. On Spotify, there's like 160 at this point who've who've listened to it. And I'm like, holy cow, this is crazy. And the way that Spotify works, it probably works like Pandora, right? Doesn't it work like Pandora? So it matches you up with other shows. So if, so I don't know how they would even do something like this. But I guess if there would be another, I guess if there would be another podcast that's art arts oriented maybe then it would kick them on over to mine or something i don't know i don't know how that works but it's crazy because it, yeah, I, I could put songs in there i could put songs in there and now it's on itunes there it is oh god just a it's fantastic it's on it's on itunes and it's on spotify all at once it's like a little backdoor entrance it's pretty fun <laughs> it's a backdoor entrance what's your name again Fu young and do you know how to make any of those desserts? Like I tasted this kind of like ice cream thing before that was kind of like a... Oh, you be quiet now. Okay. You know what I want you to do? Yeah. We're going to do a rig rundown with Tommy. Oh, good. Tonight. Oh, good, good, good. And you, you're going to interview him. Oh, I love it. The rig okay. rundown. Yeah. Oh, this is good. A rig rundown. Now Talk he's got all his pedals and stuff. Yeah, that's good. That's good. People like that stuff. People do like that. And then we'll do a rig rundown of your of your congas. They're gonna go Ooh, to me. They're gonna go. I go. Well, see that app right there? This is my core. It goes right in there. That's good. <laughs> the rig rundown. Oh, my wireless. Your 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 plug. Your your holes. You gotta have those. That's good. The rig rundown. Starring Lee Vining. I'm Lee Vining. I've been gold mining for 85 years. I still haven't found a nugget. <laughs> now I'm a whiner. <laughs> Go visit my vining so winery. <laughs> they taste much better besides. That's right. You can suck on a grape, but you can't suck on a nugget. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Levi. Poor Levi. Never found that gold. Who let the smoker in the van? Who let the smoker in? <laughs> Who let the squatch in? <laughs> we need to see more songs about Sasquatch. Squatch the mighty. Squatch. Hello, I'm Squatch. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, Stony, it's. You got your sass squashed. That's good. Sasquashed. Ooh, that's good. Sasquashed. Ooh, sasquashed. Sasquashed. Maybe that's that's what you do to little kids when they talk back to you. Well, maybe that's why Sasquatch is hunched over like that. The the sass was squashed. He got squashed. He got squashed. He's only eight and a half feet tall. Yeah. If he stood up, if he had a little bit of posture. Down here, where I come from, called Yerrington. Yerrington? What you mean? Yeah, Yerrington, see? 67 mile. Are you trying to say Yellington, like people yell there? Shh, be quiet now. I gotta tell you, this guy, he is tiny. He's like, if you ever seen the Island of Dr. Moreau, he's like that size. Tiny little man. He doesn't even look Asian. Right, Young? That's right. Are you... You look... 
Wait, are these hikers? Or uh, hitchhikers? We can see some hitchhikers. Oh my god. Some hit Dude, there's some hitchhikers. <gasps> That's crazy. There's hitchhikers. They're like pulling the... Look at that. That's so crazy, man. Actual real-life hitchhikers. Good god. Oh my god. That's crazy. They're just sitting there. He's eating his... Sitting down. Is it illegal to hitchhike? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Do you think that, that hitchhiking became illegal because uh, both the driver and... People got pulled over get killed. Oh, that's what happened. So they got, they got pulled, they pull over and then they get killed. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, you could get one of those uh, uh, crazy hitchhiker, you know, a rowdy hitchhiker who just, you know, who wants to try to carjack you. But since then, again, you also sometimes you got the, the drivers, and they're a little they're a little crazy. Rob, are you still on that call? But in the olden days, Shh, be quiet. In the olden days, it's a conference call. Oh, they're all listening. Well, they, they, I'll tell you, they heard some great wisdom. If it's a conference call, they heard some great wisdom. Gonna, well, that was a cute little town. What was the name of that place? Uh, what, what was Young... What was that town that was, again? That was in, that was what in Yellington. That was in Maybe it was Quietington. It just filled with libraries. It was a town full of libraries. Quietington. Tired of all the hustle and bustle of Yellington? Come on over to Quietington, where we only have libraries. Shushington? Shushington. That's where all the librarians come from. Shushington, neighboring town. Shushington. That's where they get them all. Shushington. In Shushington. Yeah. Oh my god. Quietington and Shushington. It's dynamite. We have Baba Booey here taking photos of this glorious mountain. Oh my god, and all these cows. These cows, they're just free roaming cows. They're just out there in the world. At. They got all this great scenery to look at. It's beautiful out here. Look at that. Wow. Look at all these cows. They're just hanging out. They're just they're so free. They're open and free. I was wondering about this the other day. Are there still wild horses out there in the world? They say that there are. In like areas of Montana, you know, that that really wide open, unpopulated sections of the country. Because it's just like when I look out at this, and I'm reminded of the old West, I'm reminded of the olden days, and thinking, wow, at some point, there used to be just tons of just horses running free, cows running free, bulls, bison, donkeys, donkeys and monkeys, rabbits. Rabbits, I'm sure a possum or two. Many people have wondered where does the possum and the raccoon go in the daytime? Where do they go in the daytime? Where do the birds go in the nighttime? Where are the where do the birds go in the nighttime? Where do the possum and raccoons go in the daytime? 
my hypotenuse hypothesis? That's a question mark. Is answer is they're they're one and the same, and they're also one in the same. They're they are one in the same, as well as being one and the same. We are in a yacht or spaceship, after all. Space yacht. You don't like going on uphill? Are you scared of heights? Is that why? Or just uh, gradients? Yeah, not enough speed. Oh, wait. You're saying we don't have enough speed to go up the... Uh, we don't have enough speed to go up the hill? Oh, the rumble strip. I've never seen that before. A rumble strip? Yeah, I don't know what over... That's crazy. A rumble strip. A rumble strip. I think we, oh, I think I just felt the rumbles drip. Oh, jeez. That nearly knocked you out of your seat, little guy. Here comes another one. Oh, almost knocked my drink over. That's right. He's got a hefty beverage back there. Oh, this one says be prepared to stop. So no wonder people are going slow up this thing. They're, these rumble strips are, are, are doing interesting things. There's a whole lot of shaking going on. Oh, see, now it's really quiet. Welcome to, welcome to Shushington. Hello, I'm your host, Ronald Shushington. And I'm here to tell you, be very, very quiet. Be very, very quiet. Stage plot. That's what they're for. Read that stage plot. It's debatable. It's just really strange. We've been running into situations where, um, like, the sound people have just recently changed over. Really weird. Like, it's happened a lot, it seems like, lately. Like At different venues? You mean, like, at Viper Room? Still, water, the sound guy changed. Oh, yeah. The sound guy changed. This is all just within the past, you know, like three months. So, so isn't that strange? So the new guys don't know what the old guys did, yeah, and then so a lot of the new guys don't like to use the uh, old the old setup. We're going to we're going to talk more later. Now is quiet time for a moment. For a moment. Here's your fun fact: in the 1920s. The Hollywood sign was lit by thousands of light bulbs, 
and the guy who changed the burnt out ones lived in a little cabin near this sign. Stay tuned to Inspirado Projecto for more fun facts.